Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. In sync with innovative instincts they demonstrated in their first feature, 45365, Bill and Turner Ross. Ross's Chapatulas takes the term documentary to mean primarily the documenting of an experience. They follow three young brothers who take a secret sunset journey across the river into the pleasure island that's known as New Orleans. And basically, this is a wonderful documentary in which we really are kind of uh, a fly on the wall as we see what these kids, kids see, and the adventures that they find themselves in, in this wonderful, vibrant, alive city of New Orleans. We're joined today by one of the directors, uh, a co-director, producer, cinematographer, etc., etc., along with his brother, Turner Ross. We're joined today by Bill Ross. Bill, welcome to Film School. I'm happy to be at film school. It's been a while. <laughs> did, you, did you go to film school, by the way? I, I did, I did. I went to uh, Savannah College of Art and Design in Georgia. Okay. Um, okay. Well, yeah. this, this is for extra credit. You get to, you're, go, you're going back for a Okay, post- great. I, I, could, I could use this. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here. And tell, tell me and uh, the listeners uh, exactly what was the genesis of the idea behind Chapatulas. Sure. Um, yeah, I was uh, I was living out in LA. I was I was cutting four five three six five, and um, like uh, for that whole year that I was editing, you know, it's kind of uh, it's kind of you know weird scenario. I wasn't a whole lot of sleeping. Uh, you know, it was, uh, mm-hmm. it was a dark place. I, I, I wouldn't leave. Uh, I wouldn't leave the, the editing room. I grew a beard. You know, it's kind of rough and. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, one night I, I, I uh, got to sleep and I, I had this really, really, maybe the most vivid dream of my life. And, uh, it was about these kids running around LA at night. And, and uh, I, I hopped up as soon as it was done and I wrote it all down and I shared it with, uh, my brother Turner. And, uh, and I said, I think, you know, this should be our next, our next film, but I want to do it in New Orleans, uh, which was a place that we had spent. Uh, quite a quite a bit of time in when we were kids, um, so we knew at some point we were going to do uh, the film there. But um, I think it was really like that that dream that sort of uh, put things in motion. Yeah, fascinating. So you had spent what part of your life were you young adults? Were you where were you when when you were in spent time in New Orleans? Um, I. Parents had taken us down there. Uh, my dad went to a school nearby, and um, when we were really little, like uh, you know, like three, four, five years old. We would go down there, and um, we would go down each summer while he was in school, and, and that lasted quite a while. Uh, but then, once we got to be in like high school and mm-hmm. college, we would just go go down and uh, ourselves. Uh, We've lived there off and on as adults, so and I've been there right now, so it's been a place. So, um, yeah, really. it, it's an amazing, it's a remarkable place. I was fortunate enough to have spent time there myself. Uh, was there for Jazz Fest about ten years ago. Um, 
took a little. Yeah, we were. It was, I had a great time. Uh, it, and it's your this this. Yeah. What's great about Chapatulas is it captures all of the the spectrum of of experiences for for that city. I mean, I didn't spend a, a lot of time. Like, as obviously spent an extensive amount of time there, but you get to see yeah. in Chapatulas what we know is sort of the party side, the Bourbon Street, the 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 Mardi Gras kind of the experience. But then we see the back roads, right. and the, and we see a lot of. That. Now, is that something that you? I mean, you experienced when you were there, or was it something that did you discover things uh, in the making of Chapatulas that you just had not experienced or been had known of going uh, going back to your time there? There was certainly a mix. I mean, the kids, uh, you know, would, would find things um, that you know, even though we had spent a lot of time there uh, that we were unfamiliar with. Um, but really, a lot of their journey is kind of the same as uh, her and I. Um, you know, when, when we would go down there, when, you know, roughly their age, we, you know, started to get the curiosity and uh, we'd you know, sneak out at night and try to, you know, see these adult things um, yeah. you know, like they do in the film. So, um, yeah, I was familiar with quite a bit of it, but, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's parts of the film, uh, like towards the end there, where they get on the, the boat that yeah. uh, is not part of our experience uh, here at um, Let me remind our listeners, we're speaking with uh, Bill Turner, uh, co-director, producer, cinematographer of the film, the documentary Chapatulas, and let, maybe we need to back up just a bit. And talk about the three different, the three brothers that, we, that you follow. And let's get the basics out of the way. The story of the ba- uh, here that you sure. fo- follow them over the course of what period of time are you with them in the film? Uh, we uh, the majority of what you see in the film is is actually one one whole night that we had with them. Yeah. Um, but they had such a good time that they would call us. They would call us back, and uh, you know, tell us that they were going to head out again that night and, and uh, they had, you know, ideas of um, things they wanted to get into. So they, you know, they wanted us to come along. So um, there, there are little pieces here and there yeah. uh, throughout the film that are from separate nights. But the majority of, majority of uh, trips is, uh, is one big night. Now, now, Bill, how did you come to know these kids and how was that? How did that happen? We went down there hoping that we would you know, find a group like them see the city through. And we, we were there for uh, eight or nine months, staying up all night, every night, um, uh, filming different people and, and situations that we uh, were hoping to build this, like landscape of characters and places so that if we were to run uh, across some kids like them, um, we have this bank of material that we could uh, um, help build that landscape with. So mm-hmm. night after night, we would, and um, really after seven months, it come to nothing. And uh, but uh, right around the seventh month, uh, month mark, we uh, for some reason were up during the day, and they walked here on the west bank uh, across from the city, across the river there, and they walked they walked right past Turner and I, and I. I could hear, you know, them talking, their their fans are back and forth and um, after I heard William I it was and I looked at her and I said that I think those are the guys. 
and mm-hmm. we approach them, and they're pretty enthusiastic about it. Uh, but the oldest two, Kentrell and Brian, uh, had a stipulation that um, William couldn't be in it because he was too annoying. Um, <laughs> it took a second to uh, convince them that uh, you know it, it was three of them or nothing. And, uh, so well, you had we, to. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know, at one level, you had to know at, right at that point that you had the right kids. If if one of the older or two of the older brothers said this, the, our younger brother can't be in it because he's too annoying. Is that was that basically what they said? Right. Exactly. Well, you had to know that was a great dynamic, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's the obnoxious little brother uh, uh, yeah. that you know, just this motor mouth. Yeah. Um, and the, you know, the two oldest. Yeah. So uh, we knew we knew right away. Yeah, and it, it it didn't. It sounds like it, or did it take a little while to sort of build this familiarity and trust uh, in your relationship with them? You, at some part of the film, you're back at their home. You're watching them sort of grapple at one point in the in the kitchen, and then they end up uh, hanging out in the in the, one of their bedrooms. And you can see that they obviously care for one another. Right. But was it, did that little to get to that point? Did it take you a, a week or a little longer? Or how how long was that process to get to that level? No, right. Right off the bat, they uh, went about business as if we weren't there. So it, it was it was very easy. Um, yeah. We did, yeah, over time, like, uh, build uh, quite a good friendship. Like, I, I still talk to them uh, very frequently um, now, and that was, that was 2009 when we shot that. So. Yeah. Well, um, William and I still communicate pretty frequently. And and the fortunate thing for you and for us as film uh, uh, goers is that they're very alive. They're very they're very they talk to one another. They talk no they not only do they talk like brothers, sort of a pecking order of sorts, but they they also have a, a, a rapport that is. I mean, it it comes from being brothers, but it also comes from a, a lively personalities um, and very interactive right. sort of uh, relationship. Um, so that that really was fun uh, to watch, and uh, I love the sequence w- where uh, is it? Who's the youngest? I'm sorry, William. Is William is yeah. yeah. Where he's talking about Michael Jackson. I thought that was hilarious. That, that there's a sequence where he's he's talking about he, how familiar he is and how much he you know knows about Michael Jackson. It's just such a such a nice. A, Go ahead. He's a big. Are you there? Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, so it, might, it might cut out here and there. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, let, let me let our listeners know that you are on the road. You're driving from New Orleans, am I correct, to Ohio. Is that right? Yeah. So you're on your yeah. on the way yeah. to spend time with your your family on the holidays. And we thank you for, for taking the time right. to, to spend with us. But um, so it the so you're on the road, so so the signal may may or may not be great along the way here. So um, I do apologize. No, it's okay. I'm just happy that you're able to do, to do this, and I really want to, if I can, in the course of our conversation, convey to our listeners uh, just what a enjoyable ride this is. I, I said before we came on the air, this is not necessarily a linear storyline. It's more of a visceral feel. Uh, you're along for the ride, and it's such an enjoyable ride. Uh, and one of the things that I was so in, in, engaging about the film, in addition to these great personalities in the setting, was the cinematography is just really well done. Um, you capture them in 
some beautiful settings, and and I want to compliment you and uh, Turner on the ability to capture it as well as in a in a in a way that tells their story, but also in a uh, artistic way that makes it such a wonderful viewing just to see the film. So um, it just looks right. looks beautiful. It does. It really does. Now, um, was now t- tell us also a little bit because I think. Uh, some of our listeners may know of you from your previous documentary called uh, 45365. Tell us a little bit about that and what sort of what influence did that have on your decision to move forward on Chapatulis? Sure. Um, well, we, um, our approach since we had a film school was to go um, to a different city or town uh, for a year and really um, first ourselves in, in whatever is going on. We moved there um, and just um, really exist in that place. And the first, the first place was uh, the town we grew up in, um, Sydney, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And uh, we lived there for a year, for a year. Um, New Orleans was very um, uh, dear to us as well. So that, that was natural second place. We just... Uh, we're in Texas um, all last year. Uh, so they, we view these as like adventures first, life experience first, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, these are just documents of those of those experiences. Um, but yeah, the first the first one um, we were trying to speak to uh, the sort of the ghosts that linger from childhood, the uh, the images and people that. Um, that populated uh, that town and that experience. Mm-hmm. Of, uh, yeah, and and yeah, that's exactly right. I, by the way, I want to also let our listeners know we're speaking with Bill um, Bill Ross, the uh, co-director of Chapatulas. It's opening here in Los Angeles area tonight at uh, Independent uh, the Film Independent Downtown. I'm going to start over. Independent Downtown in in Los Angeles. It's a terrific theater. If you've not been there. You really need to go. It's uh, it's in the heart of Los Angeles, and a great venue. And the people there are very much into film and making it a, a very enjoyable experience. So it opens tonight, this Friday, uh, uh, December twenty first, the last day of the end of the world. And um, and also, <laughs> and also, I saw that lined up, right? Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> Timing, you know, really is important, Bill, and. Would have been good to release it before yeah, the end of the world, but you know that's how these things go. But uh, <laughs> really nailed that one. <laughs> uh, it may be the last thing that people see in their lives, and that thinks that's, that's an important. That's that that may be the last images. But anyway, um, this film has done very well and played at South by Southwest at a great reception at South by Southwest. I, winner of the documentary feature competition at the Dallas International Film Festival. Also played at AFI Silver Docs, best feature-length documentary at the Ashland International Film Festival. Obviously well-received, as well as uh, was uh, 54365. Uh, it, did it win the Spirit Award? I, I'm sorry, I should remember this. Did it win the Spirit Award um, last year? Was, I know it was nominated. Did you clean up there? Yeah, it, uh, it did. Yeah. Yes, it, uh, it did pretty well. Yeah. So yeah. obviously, good lineage. What's it like working with your brother? You've now you've made two films, uh, two documentaries with him. Um, you guys, 
you guys get into fist fights during the middle of the shoot, or is it, you guys get you? How's that work? How's your relationship? You know, I I think I think for the first fifteen years uh, of of growing up, I think we got all that crap out of the way, um, <laughs> and that that was a very that was a very violent period, very uh, mean period. But, yes. uh No, I mean the, the working relationship is good. Uh, I, I think we got all that crap out of the way, and uh, so, you know, there's not any petty uh, nonsense. Anymore. Yeah, well, excellent. Um, now, um, what? Uh, now that you've done these these documentaries, do you want to continue to work in the documentary vein, or you're looking to move into to features? What, what's the what's your sort of trajectory for you and in your brother? Well, I mean, we 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 look at them. You know, we just look at them as movies. They're um, okay, and 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 this is our approach to them. This is this is what we want. I mean, what we want. To Go like I said on these adventures and, and, and create um, you know great stories uh, that we can tell you know when we're old men. So I I, I don't you don't you don't get these opportunities when when you're on a, a set. And I, right. I I've done those and, I, and, the, and, it, and it, it just bore the hell out of me. I I enjoy waking up uh, with great uncertainty every day and just throwing myself out in world and seeing, seeing what happens. Yeah. You get into a lot of trouble that way. Huh. Yeah, you can, but uh, the work that you and your brother have produced so far certainly bears out that your instincts are, are good, and you should continue to uh, pursue those. Um, are you working on something now, or is there something sort of percolating that you can talk about? Yeah, we were uh, just uh, in southwest Texas on the border, um, Mexico, and we spent uh, 13 months there. Uh, uh, similar approach to these first two, uh, drifting and uh, trying to find the story while while we're there. So uh, it's pretty wild. 13 months, uh, you know, being two long-haired white guys uh, in a very Hispanic part of the world uh, with cameras, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sort of stuck out uh, in sort of. Uh, very unpredictable part of the world. Now, uh, now, Bill. Now, Bill, did you say this? You said yeah. East Texas. Are you were you near the border? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, West Texas. Yeah. Oh, West Texas. You were so you're near the border. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, yeah, that could be. What? Yeah. Right. Is that was that near Juarez? Am I am I in the right part of Texas? No, this was uh, Southwest. This is uh, a very small town okay. uh, called Eagle Pass. Okay. And it's uh, it's it's neighbor across the river called uh, Piedras and Eglin. Okay. Well, excellent. Well, well, I I am thrilled to have you on. I as I said, and I I hope that uh, our our listeners understand uh, just what a wonderful experience, as you put it. You're in the you're in the business of experiences in terms of uh, your film work. It does a great job with that. These kids are engaging and fun, and they are—they are the essence of youth. They're out to explore and find out more about what life is. And this film, Chapatulas, does a terrific job of conveying that sense of discovery and uh, and wonder and just uh, joy of being a kid, being able to kind of knock around and not worry too much about the rest of of life except to experience it right then and there. Terrific people in this film. 
uh, interest, very interesting characters. I don't exactly, I know somewhat why New Orleans is an interesting town, but it is a whole nother world and uh, needs to be experienced in person, I think. Don't you? I agree. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Um, well, I want to thank you so much for being here. Uh, Bill Turner, the director of, a co-director, producer, editor, cinematographer. You, did, you and your brother did everything, basically, on this film, right? Pretty much. We uh, we we couldn't have it any other way. We uh, we can't really afford to pay people, so uh, <laughs> we had to learn how to do everything. Well, in addition to that, there uh, there's this film, like the city of New Orleans, is alive with music. There's music throughout. It certainly conveys that sense of. Uh, this otherworldliness that is the city of New Orleans. And thank you so much for spending some time um, here on Film School. I appreciate it. Yeah, and happy holidays to your family, and uh, is happy and safe and healthy and all the rest of it. So hopefully uh, next uh, next project. Yeah, you're welcome. Next project, I hope you can find some time to come back and spend a little bit of it with us on Film School. Thank you, Bill. I'd be happy to. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. Radio.